All right. Welcome to this is 705 Yeah Podcast, episode 37. Spring training. Here's the winter blues. I say we have games to talk about. We had seven games to talk about since the last uh, time we recorded a pod, which is awesome. Phillies went three, three, and one during this time period. So not that the final results really matter. It's all about individual performances. Uh, first thing we start off, though, with is we talked about JT got out of his cast. He's looking like he's on track for opening day, uh, which is a good sign. Talk about the center field competition. Uh, Adam Hazley gets hurt, you know, so that's going to shake things up for sure because he was probably the front runner. Um, we talk about Odubel Herrera, who probably has been, you know, up there as the most impressive guy in camp so far and what that's going to be for, you know, what's it, what it could be like for the Phillies this year. Uh, and then we also get into the starting rotation uh, with the four and five spot up to grab. The four competitors for there have pitched very well so far these games. And then we get into the uh, bullpen as well. Lots of good bullpen competition. Brandon Kinsler, Alvarado, and his nasty, nasty cutter. Uh, Sam Coonrod, Archie Bradley, Tony Watson. Everyone's pitching well. Not used to it. Nope, not used to it at all. And uh, to add to that, Mickey Moniak is playing so fine. He's playing so fine. He's blowing my mind. Um, we, Yeah. I tried to make that as smooth as I could. Sorry, everybody. Um, but also, we got our Bilt Bars, our Cookie Dough Chunk Limited Edition Bilt Bars. Yep. Zero, zero guilt eating these. Um, use code 705 yet to save 10% off any order that you place. So... Um, Go there now, and then uh, we uh, we also get into the games of the week. Alex said we went three, three, and one. So not that that matters in spring training. It's all about individual performances. But we we really focus on the Yankees killing the Yankees fifteen to zero, which was a, a great game to kind of look back on and and see all the bombs that were hit. So um, other than that, um, the only other news that that comes up is uh, Ben Simmons hits a three. So we got that going for us, which yep, is nice. But other than that, with that we say, play showered with love brandon jarmaska brandon i like the shirt what's your shirt say saturdays are for the dads wow brandon ask me what my shirt says what does your shirt say alex my shirt also says saturdays for the dads wow like we called each other dude sweet we did not call each other but you, you know that movie right what 
Dude, where's my car? Yeah, I know that. I didn't watch it, but I know. I what? Know I've never seen it. Not well, a big Ashton Kutcher. Well, if I, if I asked you, dude, what does my tattoo say? You're supposed to say, sweet, what about mine? Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet, what about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! No, nothing? Not ringing any bells? Yeah, uh, nope. Oh, my God. You gotta watch that movie. It's it's kind of like the same kind of banter in Step Brothers where they're like, "Did we just become best friends?" Yep. <laughs> All right, I'll watch. <laughs> it's a dumb movie. You you probably get pissed. Yeah, but I make you watch it. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's all right. I'll watch. Yeah. They okay. got it better too. Besides, right. talk about yeah. Anyway, baseball because spring training. Here's the winner, Blues. Brandon, baseball's back. I'm excited. Got lots of games to talk about. I, lots yeah. of dingers to talk about. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very excited. Other than yeah. the fact that they're all day games during the week, and then the one the one weekend they play the Blue Jays, and for some reason they don't televise those. And then today I watched some of the game, but that's neither here nor there. I guess yeah. we'll get to the 705. Yeah. Is it 705 yet? Games soon. Yeah, I guess. Uh... Exactly, and I, I like I don't think I've ever been as excited to talk about games that I literally watched none of. <laughs> so like I just we're gonna throw this out there. Neither of us have watched any of them. I would say, but we kept track. We checked the box scores. We got the highlights. We got the alerts, just like you guys. I listened to some other Phillies pods that were able to listen, stuff like that. Uh, not you know, there's only. One other, there's a couple other good Phillies pods, but obviously the only Phillies podcast that matters is is the 705 Get Podcast. So. Yes, I would like to say thank you for everybody that listened to our last pod because we yes. we had we had more listens um, that I can see that we've had in like a week span in a long time. So um, slam we, that subscribe button, yeah, and share <laughs> the shit out of. Instagram and Facebook of Visit 705. Five star review, leave us a comment. Yep. Do it all. You know, you know the drill. Keep it going. Baseball is coming. Summertime's coming. Everyone should be in a fantastic mood. Yep. Fans, my rant, we'll just start there. My rant last week, Brandon, about the fans, it worked. Literally the next day, Wolfie and his hey. side piece, Mayor Kenny. As they said that we can have what eight thousand, nine thousand fans. What was it? Eight thousand. Eight thousand. I I there told, you to, I told you to keep calm, still, sir. Still not enough. I kept calm. I was calm the whole time. Oh, were you? The okay. whole time. <laughs> and Did you see my mom's all, email? No, I didn't. She she emails the pod, and I I love her. She's awesome. But like, she was like, I I thought Brandon was gonna start singing, "You Need to Calm Down" by like Taylor Swift or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is just going ballistic. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think I was calm the whole time. Uh, so, and I'm just going to say that it worked because literally the next day, Brandon, like we had record listens, Brandon, because the like the whole PA health department hopped on and was like, listen to what this guy has to say about the fans. Let them in. Which I'll start right now. It's not enough. Give us more. And if there's more fans allowed in by tomorrow, Brandon, you owe me an apology. Okay. I, I will <laughs> own up to that apology. If, if they uh, by tomorrow, sure. By tomorrow. End of day okay. tomorrow. Just wait. They're going to be like more fans. Keep them coming. 
Well, I mean, we were t- kind of talking practice. before before we started recording that, like, I, like, do you want do you want to announce your news for what you got as a birthday gift, sort of? Oh yeah, totally forgot. All right, <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, so my wife uh, she bought me Phillies tickets already uh, for September twelfth, which is two days before my birthday. So. Uh, very excited for that. Row one behind Bryce Harper. Yep. Gonna check out that ass. Can't wait. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But but what I was what I was gonna say is hopefully by that time we were we were saying before we started recording that like they'll they'll change the number again and, and hopefully cases are at like an all time low over the past year and oh, a yeah. half, I guess at that point at that point it'll be. So it's March now. That's a whole other six months away. Yeah. Like, literally so, it's it's over six months away because it's only March. Yeah, so yeah, hope, by that time. hopefully we're on the up and up and and things are way better by by that time and yeah. there there will uh, be uh, yeah. maybe like maybe 50% capacity that I mean that would be no. that, that it, would be it great. It better be 75% at least. Well, 50 still least a good 50 still a good number. 6 months away, Brandon. I'd say 50 is still a good number for for the year for the past year that we had. It will not be a good number. I well, it's better than right now, so. You know what? You're not wrong. But <laughs> stay calm, Alex. <laughs> no. I have the song on right now Thanks. on cue. Don't you do it? Don't you do it? I got it right here. You can God hear it, right? It. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make things worse, Brandon. Worst thing you can do is tell me to stay calm. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> That's it. Now she's gonna sue us. Yeah, she probably will. She can't though. She's from Reading. That's all right. She could care less about us. So <laughs> that's just true. And, and Reading. Um, but like I said, I'm very excited. My wife is awesome. Thank you for buying me those tickets. Uh, as I say, but by that time, September 12th, Brandon should hopefully be in the playoff NL East first place playoff race. Is what I'm hoping for at that time. So I'm hoping yep. for that stadium to be rocking, waving some rally towels. Whatever we got to wave, I don't care. It's like it's, um, I think it'll be a lot of fun, hopefully, in September. Oh, yeah. I think it will be. Yeah. As long, I mean, as long as they are making a playoff run, which they should be, even though they're being very underrated, um, I think, still at this point. But yep. um, it, it's just going to be a, a very competitive season, I think, in the NL East. So, so that, that it's going to be really fun in that aspect. Regardless of like even at the end of the year, if like all the teams are still like neck and neck, like that's that's gonna be so fun to watch, no matter what. Okay. I mean, of course, if they lose a lot of games in that stretch, it's gonna suck. But yep, which has <laughs> happened quite a few years. In oh, a row you, now. oh, you mean last year? <laughs> and the year before that, year before that, year before that. So yeah, yeah let's let's hope uh, things go better this year. I'm very optimistic. Uh, I, I've never, like I said, never been more excited to talk about a bunch of baseball games that I did not get to watch. Right. Uh, which we do have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games to talk about since our last podcast. Uh, Phillies took three of them, t- lost two, and tied one, so that actually only equals six. Just kidding, lost three. One, three, tied one. Yeah, so three, three, and one in the past seven games. Um, yep. 
Now we we may not dive deep into every single game. Um, it's all, a lot about it's a lot of a lot of spring training is not about the results of the game. Now don't get me wrong. One that we'll probably spend more time on is the March fourth game versus the Yankees, where the Phillies won fifteen nothing because you know there's a lot to talk about. It was fun. Yeah. Say, but there's uh so, you know you talked about competitiveness earlier with the Phillies. There's a lot of good competition going on uh, with the center field job. Uh, a lot of bullpen uh, pitchers are, you know, doing pretty well. So I think the bullpen competition's uh, heating up. And then also, uh, even the four or five starter role, Brandon, uh, all the guys who are in competition, Vinny, um, Spencer Howard, Chase Anderson, Matt Moore, all four of them have come out very strong mm-hmm. as they, uh, and had really good outings for their first, uh, you know, their first round. So everything's looking good. Uh, where where do we start, Brandon? Should we start with some good news? Of like, we can start. Let's start before we get to the right to the games. JT, you want to talk about JT? Yeah, I just had a quick I was, update. I was watching. I think you and I were both watching the replay of um, was it the Pirates game the other night? I think when JoJo was pitching, yeah. and and I, I think fell they. On the couch. <laughs> um, I think they had mentioned that JT was just out of his cast, which is a good sign. Um, that he's getting healthier. I mean, hopefully he wouldn't have gotten out of the cast if he didn't feel good. So um, that's definitely a good sign that he is doing his best to try to get ready for the opener. Um, but I mean, even even if he's not, we got Nappy Boy, and he's been playing very yeah. well. Um, I mean, I, I think a lot of the pitchers like him a lot behind the plate. Like, they trust yeah. him. It, it's, especially it's, Zach Eflin. Yeah, especially Zach Eflin. It, it's just so great to to have that kind of backup catcher when, like, last year JT had his hip thing, and then now he's got a broken thumb. So it's yep. just it's just great. So, But, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, JT get back at it. Hopefully, hopefully he comes back at the right time for him and – and he's good for the year, but, um, but no, it's good. It's good to have him in a solid backup option. Yeah, absolutely. I say, that's just, uh, Nap, like I said, the pitchers do love throwing to Nap a lot. Um, Zach, there was actually, when Zach Eflin pitched, he threw to, to Nappy and, uh, they talked about it after the game and Zach Eflin just talked about the, com- you know, how comfortable he is and the confidence that the pitching staff has in Andrew Nap. Uh, if you remember, Zach Eflin and Andrew Knapp actually pitched. Well, pitched. You know, they played together um, in Double A Reading uh, coming yep. up. And I say, and Joe Girardi talked about uh, basically he's he's for like players having a personal catcher and like a majority. But he also believes that you still need to mix it up in case people get injured. So I think a majority, I would say half to maybe more of the starts for Zach Eflin this year specifically. Will be ones that'll be caught by Andrew Knapp. Uh, like I said, JT is still going to catch because obviously, come playoff time when the Phillies are in the playoffs, JT will be the starting catcher, and it's a, you know for the Philadelphia Phillies, barring any dumb injury or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like but like you said, Andrew Knapp has definitely been performing extremely well. Uh, say so far, I know he's had some you know big hits uh, going in. Um, so. Yeah, he's, he's an offensive machine. Yeah, I think right now he's batting. Uh, see, if, see if we got it updated. Ten at bats and he's had three hits. 
I'd say so far uh, this season, uh, spring training. So uh, hitting 300, which is good mm-hmm. for the Phillies for sure. So uh, yep. good, good news uh, for sure. But um, otherwise, besides Andrew Knapp playing well, um, like I said, I want to get into the center field uh, competition. I think there's a lot of stuff to talk about there. So obviously the first game started off with uh, Adam Hazley. He had that oppo boppo in his yep. first first game. Got off to a bang, and then it was in the second or third third game. I think it was the loss to the Blue Jays when they lost four uh, two. That the uh, he was rounding. I think he was rounding second, is what they said, or was on a steal or something like that, and he hurt his groin. So uh, that's a big blow because you could have considered Adam Hazley probably the front runner, you know, you would say for the center field competition. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was that was definitely a big blow. And he is now going to be out for three to four weeks. And probably then, you know, we'll, you know, technically three to four weeks is about the start of the beginning of the season. But I don't see them rushing him. And I doubt he's ready for the beginning because they're going to want to send him down to get some at-bats before they let him back in the big league. So. Definitely a big blow uh, for him. What do you What do you think about that? Um. Yeah. I mean, you you actually were the one that told me that, and I I had no idea he had gotten hurt. But um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think they're gonna rush him at all to get back. They got they they have like so many people that can play center field. You got Herrera, Kingery, Moniak, Jankowski, who's actually been playing very well in spring training, as far as I can see on like the box scores and from what I've. Yeah watched so i mean they they just got a lot of guys that they can potentially go with for center field and just like have as backup like how what how's roman quinn doing i i feel like i haven't like seen yeah. a lot of news on him roman quinn i um i know one of the games i was looking up he struck out he was over three um as a but he's hasn't been bad as a roman quinn though so now the competition's between Really, it's between. I, I want to throw Moniac in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Moniac, Roman Quinn, Adam Hazley. Sorry, uh, Adubel Herrera, and Scott Kingery. Yep. Um, no specific order for that at all. But um, Roman Quinn, I, I don't think. I just don't think, especially if there's no DH this year. Like I think Roman Quinn's going to definitely be on the bench. I don't think he's going to get the starting outfield. Yeah, I don't think he's changed the starting outfield position. Um, I think he still should be on the roster yeah. to be in big league camp because I think if there's no DH, um, and we'll be back to the pitcher hitting, him being a pinch hitter, um, him pinch running yep. at the end of games, his mm-hmm. speed is you know, putting him in for a defensive replacement for a touch maybe in left field. Like, like I can't understand enough. I think he's going to be huge off the bench like i'm not saying that roman quinn's bad or anything like that it's just like i don't know at this point i just don't see him as a everyday center fielder he, i mean he is a, hitting he, he's hitting three for nine this spring brandon is what i just got oh that's actually not that bad no. yeah he i i feel like he's a better six man like a guy off the bench than a full-blown starter kind of like you said like he he'll he'll be amazing coming off the bench yeah because he hopefully won't be hurt as much because he wouldn't be playing as much. But he's still got that explosiveness with his speed. And, I mean, I I don't know about you, but I feel like 
in basketball terms, when a guy is coming off the bench, he usually plays better. Like, I always bring up the Andre Iguodala thing. Like, he, he was the starter, all-star in Philly, but right. he wasn't, like, an all-star. He was just, yeah. like, the number one guy in Philly, and then he went on to the he went on to the Nuggets and then I think he went on to Golden State and won a championship and he was like the sixth man of the year or something like that. So um not to talk about basketball, but I think Roman Quinn is is that kind of guy. Oh, yeah. No, I agree I agree to that for sure. Um uh, yeah, he's he's a good player. Uh but that speed that speed is gonna be huge. Huge I think this season for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very excited for that. But other other guys in center field. I mean, that, that, so if they're so the leader for sure, honestly, at this point, and really the you could say probably the top performer in camp has been a Dubal Herrera. Uh, he's had some defensive web gems uh, so far this season. Uh, so far in these games. Oh, has he? Uh, yep. He's had. He's, Joe Girardi oh, talked about it. I need uh, to get these yes. games on TV. Yeah, Joe Girardi <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, oh, I hear you. I said, I think Joe Girardi talked about it the other day. Um, I think it was after the Blue Jays loss, I think it was, uh, about you know, his defense so far. I mean, obviously, it's still really early in camp. But like you said, he's been playing really well. He has, you know, the home run. Mm-hmm. The bat flip. Uh, yeah, the epic I bat love flip. his bat flip. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, can't say enough about that bat flip. That's it for sure. And I say, but yeah, he's, he's played extremely well so far. Um, I think he's hitting... Trying to get his numbers here. That's the numbers for. It's not very easy to get spring training numbers off the top. As best you can. No. But I did have I did have it earlier. Um, I believe he's he, hitting. Did he four, play yesterday? I believe yeah, he played yesterday. I believe he's hitting four for nine uh, this season. But he, he has the. He's four forty four. That's his average, at yeah. least from from yesterday. Right. Yeah, he's, he's playing extremely well. He's hitting the ball really hard. He's running the base as well. Um, and, I mean, Adubel, he was thinking it up towards, you know, like I said, the end of 2018, early 2019, before his uh, domestic violence case uh, in charge of the Edson. But, you know, you got to remember, like, during, like, 2017, you know, 2016, he was really good for the Phillies. He was an all-star for the Phillies. Yeah. He was their all-star player at one point. But, uh, you know, he has the talent. He's only 29 years old. Um, honestly, I would consider him the current front runner. Yeah. Scott Kingery is, I think, two for 11. They said Roman Quinn's the three for nine. Uh, Mickey Moniak, though, has been playing extremely well. Uh, but I think Mickey Moniak, you know, love to talk about him and say he had two dingers and say his swing's looking really good. It's looking quick. It is. And it's looking very quick as well. He looks like he's put on some weight as well over the past, oh, definitely over the past few years. I mean, he was drafted as a 16-year-old, basically high school kid. Um, and so, you know, he's looking really good. Now, with that being said, I don't think he's realistically in this competition for center field. Um, he he, he could just guy, be a, like a, um, geez, what, uh, he, what do they call those guys? On, they won't put him on the bench. He'll, he'll, go, down well, he, to, he'll go down to triple A. Will he be on the roster, has, though? Like he's uh, tech, like he he's can come up on the forty. Yeah, he's technically yeah. on the forty man roster already, so he can come up at any time. As he, but like he has, to, in my opinion, Nicky Moniak has to hit five hundred, like 
four between four and five hundred average all of spring training for him to potentially win that starting job and yeah. improve defensively. If you remember last year, he made some defensive mistakes big time last year. He just looked completely uncomfortable out in the, in the field, uh, which was not exciting about not exciting at all. But I mean, he's definitely, you know, he's definitely making himself known, uh, which is really good. And, you know, needs to stay playing well. He needs to go down when he goes into Triple A, uh, gets him at bat. He needs to keep playing well there because injuries obviously happen, and who knows, the Phillies might need him. Um, who knows if Kutch gets hurt at any times? Like he can play left field as well, right field. You know, he could play any outfield position. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He could he could come up yep. at any time and, like, replace it. Like, if an injury happens, he could play right, yep. left, center, whatever. And who, who knows? I, I mean, I would prefer not, especially, like, the kid's still, you know, it feels like he's been on the Phillies forever, but the kid's still 22 years old. Yeah. Like, that's it. I think he just turned 22 years old. So, like, he's young. Like, you know, this kid's still still learning. I think he needs a, a full year down in AAA. And then, like, he needs to perform well this year, though, because who knows, like, going into next year, Brandon, this is Andrew McCutcheon's last year in his contract, so there's going to be an open outfield spot. You know, does he play extremely well, hit around 300, hit some bombs down in AAA, you know, where he, uh, you know, performs and makes it hard on the Phillies not to go sign some sort of free agent outfielder again? And, you know, maybe he takes over in left field. Maybe. Uh, any anything's possible I, I was actually thinking there might be because there's so many guys competing for one position right now like they there could be a trade a possible trade or something like that yeah. there is that I, too uh for sure i don't know who but well they just got a lot of guys well it depends like if Dubal keeps if a keeps it up now if Dubal stinks you know say a week from now like he has a good first week and a half two weeks but then the final like two to three weeks, he stinks it up. He's not going to make this team, in my opinion. Uh, he needs to have a good spring to you know to stay on this team. But um, if the duel wins, like that, you know, do you have a bench of Roman Quinn, Scott Kingery, uh, Adam Hazley, Mickey well? Moniak? Mickey Moniak, like I said, I think they're going. He needs that bat, so he's going to go down to Triple A. Yeah. But like, do you have that bench of Roman Quinn, Scott Kingery, and uh, like you said, Adam Hazley when he's healthy, like that's three outfielders. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Scott Kingery obviously could play second and shortstop and third and everything, but who knows if maybe Roman Quinn's a trade candidate, or or maybe a Dubal Herrera turns into a trade candidate. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, it is a lot the, of guys in one position, like you said. So I mean, yeah. who knows there? Here, the same two- for the the starting pitching rotation too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of guys. I mean, we can get into that if you want. Um, last thing I, I wanted to say about the Adubel Herrera thing is like it's it's nice to have a couple guys in the outfield, Andrew McCutcheon and Herrera, on like a contract type of year. So yeah. they're gonna want to play hard so they can hopefully get paid for the following couple of years. You know. Yeah. Especially Adubel. Yeah. Because if he doesn't he's, have a good year overall, he's he's going to be out of the MLB. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to sign him next year. Right. So, the same thing, yeah, Kutch, Kutch looks healthy. Uh, that's something to talk about. Kutch looks healthy this year. He seems to be running the bases extremely well. Uh, Reese I'm Hoskins excited for rock, paper, looks, scissors. Yeah, I agree. 
for Dusty. I wonder what the score was last year between Dusty and I don't know. And Touch. I'll have to look that up and see. I'm sure sure we can find it out somewhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, looking for some healthy players. Like I said, Reese Hoskins, he got he got into a game and he looked healthy. He says he's going to be ready for opening day, which is really exciting. So uh, definitely, the biggest thing is keeping these guys healthy, and no one else besides Adam Hazley, please do not get hurt. That's all I ask. Let's keep momentum going. I feel like the Phillies have some good momentum right now uh, with guys pitching, um, and especially, which we can get into now, Brandon, I think there's a lot of momentum in this bullpen. Uh, there definitely is. I mean, I uh, besides a couple snags, uh, probably just like really weird outings. Um, and like this guy, I just pulled this one up from yesterday. D Paulino, like I have no idea who that guy is, but he gave up five runs. So I don't, who the I don't know. Fuck is this guy? Yeah. Who, who the hell is that? Um, yeah, I don't know if you can really count that. That's what I mean. You don't look at the results of the final game for the most part. It's individual yeah. performances. Yeah. So, sure. so like, other, and other than today too, I mean, that was kind of, that was kind of a blip on Zach Wheeler's account giving up that grand slam. I think it was a grand slam. Um, but like, other than that, like, it seems like the pitching has been pretty solid over the last week. So, I mean, I, I really don't, I mean, when I see scores like seven to one, like yesterday against Toronto and then the grand slam today, I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. But I mean, it's like, we keep saying it's spring training. So guys are working on some stuff. And I mean, for the most part, I think, I think the pitching staff looks pretty good. I yeah. mean, I, I'd rather them get shake the rust off now and then like be ready for, for the opener, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you said, there, a lot of the Phillies are looking good. Uh, bullpen wise, uh, some guys that want to, want to call out, uh, specifically that, you know, Joe Girardi and some of the other players have talked about, um, and some of our big acquisitions this year, uh, my computer would work. Uh, but, uh, Archie Bradley has, uh, thrown two good innings, I believe, so far this year. Uh, he's looking solid. Uh, one guy, uh, for sure, and I saw I, I saw some clips of him uh, and some of his nasty pitches. Was uh, Jose Alvarado from the, our acquisition from Tampa Bay? Mm-hmm. Did you did you get to see what he was throwing, Brandon? That cheese. Um, I think I saw a little bit on the replay, but then they, they like skipped ahead or something. Well, I, I definitely didn't see Archie Bradley cause like they just skipped over the inning that he pitched in the replay. So I didn't get to see that. Um, I think I saw maybe like one or two of Alvarado's pitches, but I mean, yeah, he was throwing some, some hot cheese, Very. Not, hot, not hot garbage. No, yeah, hot not, cheese. Yeah, nowhere near hot garbage. Yeah. Jose the high was hitting, chatter. He was, he was, yeah, he was hitting triple digits. Um, already he had he was throwing 99 98 triple digits uh, I saw a clip of his uh, his cutter as your sinker whatever whatever it is I mean this thing Brandon is he's, he's a lefty and the thing is too like he talked like last season he was hurt a little bit and he was out of shape he talked about how he was eating so much food and everything but like he lost I think he said 20 pounds coming into this camp and like he's motivated and ready to rock and roll. So there's a chance we got to steal here, but like his pitch, he's a lefty, and like this thing is coming in 100 miles an hour and then dives left off the plate, like very last bit of movement, like sinks down and goes a little bit left. 
Like it was just, it was nasty. I will have to find the clip and send it to you, Brandon. I, I do it think was I a, remember what. Yeah, it, it was, was a nasty, <laughs> nasty, hot, cheesy, spicy queso. Like it was disgusting. Like I do not know how you hit that pitch at all. Yeah, I I do remember seeing some clips like when we acquired it, when we got them, um, of his cutter and like just the movement on it was insane. It's, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how you do that throwing 100 miles an hour. I think that pitch is, like, one of the hardest pitches to throw because, like, if you don't have command on that thing, you have no idea where it's going to go. And it, it could it could go hot. Like, it could be a wild pitch or something like that. Like, like there's a lot of guys or, or a handful of guys that can control that pitch very well. And it seems like Alvarado has been doing that lately. So... I'm excited. Yeah. I, I think it was, I don't know if it was today or yesterday that Bryce Harper and Joe Girardi talked about it. And then, like, I think it was Bryce who said, yeah, that's a guy you don't want to hit off of and a guy you don't want to catch either. I mean, that's yeah. how JT broke his thumb. Yeah. He was yeah. catching Alvarado. So, uh, but other guys, minor league invite that competing for a job, Brandon Kinsler uh, from the Miami Marlins last year. He's pitching extremely well so far. Uh, he hopefully should be making the team. Uh, Coonrod, as I believe he, I don't know if he pitched more than once, but I, know, I did see he pitched once and he was throwing the, that cheese. And like, that's a difference out of the bullpen this year is the Phillies have that heat. Like Phillies did not have that last year at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jojo Romero has been pretty solid. I will say this, uh, Jojo Romero, you need to let the locks flow. He's had it like tucked up and everything is there. I see that. Yeah, I say, so JoJo, I didn't even recognize you out there. I was like, who the F is this guy? Where's the guy with the hair? Where's yeah. Red he's Bull? Gotta, he's got to get the Cobb salad going again. Yeah, exactly. Or w- whatever uh, salad you want. Caesar. I don't know any other salads. I don't eat a lot of salads. <laughs> Fair enough. If you, if you could tell. Yeah. Does this look like a little tell. weight to you? You're our dad now, so it's just, <laughs> just natural. Um, say, but yeah, as say he's been pitching well, um, and then Tony Watson uh, has been pitching well too. I mean, he's not a big strikeout guy, but Tony Watson's another minor league invite to camp, uh, who probably will make this you know team out of the bullpen. So, uh, you know, Joe Girardi talked about that. You know, they're they're Brandon Kinsler and Tony Watson are guys who may not have huge strikeout numbers like some of your other guys like Alvarado and Coonrod and everything, but they're guys who know how to pitch. And they're really smart pitchers, so you know they're not going to be guys who get make a lot of mistakes, and they're pretty consistent. So I feel like that's something that was missing from the Phillies bullpen last year. Um, and I'm honestly so far, knock on wood, so good as they for the uh, Phillies bullpen. Connor Brogdon had a good outing, you know. Uh, they're going to have to make seeing. some big decisions with this with these guys because there's so many guys that are actually pitching yeah. very well. There are. There's definitely some big decisions because, like, uh, we'll get into the starting comp- starting competition because this has a lot to do with the bullpen as well. Uh, yeah. Four and five spot up to grab Matt Moore, Chase Anderson, Spencer Howard, and also Vinny B. Um, you know, you're going to need extra starting pitching this year because you know you're coming off a season where a lot of guys only pitched, you know, six, you know, sorry, sixty innings, you know, forty to sixty innings or whatever it was. So it wasn't a lot at all. Um, but Matt Moore, his first outing, 
he went two innings pitch, didn't give up any, you know, any home runs, no runs at all. Uh, Chase Anderson, next day, two innings pitch, didn't give up a run. Uh, Vinny V gave two innings pitch, didn't give up a run. And I believe Spencer Howard, I think Spencer Howard pitched twice now, or definitely once, and I don't think he gave up a run either. Uh, or if he did, I think Spencer Howard might have gave up one. But Spencer Howard, the nice thing with him is he was throwing the heat. You know, he was healthy and he was throwing heat. He was above 96 miles an hour quite a few times, which he only did a couple times last all of last year. So uh, got things fixed because in double like I said, in double A Reading, Spencer Howard was throwing 98, 99 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the game, so uh, but pitched, yeah, there was some... he he pitched um, against the Pirates um, Friday, yeah, Friday for one inning and no yeah. no earned runs, two strikeouts, so yeah, solid. good sign. So like Brandon, it's, I mean, I would imagine for this starting competition, like obviously it's super early and everything, but you would you would imagine that Matt Moore and Chase Anderson have the um, upper hand. Elite the, the upper hand, yeah, because, you know, they were signed to guaranteed contracts this offseason. Like, they're not minor league, you know, invites. They were signed mm-hmm. for starting pitching. Um, and those two kind of make sense, especially especially more so Matt Moore, because the Phillies would, I'm sure, love to have a lefty in the starting rotation for once. Yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of like his stuff, honestly. He seems like a you know good, consistent pitcher, um, you know, that can potentially go deep. You know, six or seven innings into the ball game, uh, but you know, what are, what are the Phillies going to do that? Because this is going to affect the bullpen too, Brandon. Because like, say Chase Anderson, Matt Moore get it. What do you do with Vinny V and Spencer Howard? Do both of them go to the bullpen? Because you know, Spencer Howard has some options left. You send Spencer Howard down to AAA to get you know some reps in. Does Vinny V get traded? But do you trade the guy when you need depth? Because there's not much depth after them besides like Adonis Medina. What do you do there, Brandon? I mean, I honestly assuming, have, assuming that Matt Moore and Chase Anderson get the four or five spot. Yeah, I I honestly have no idea. I mean, I haven't really. I saw Anderson pitch um, the other day, and and I thought he looked amazing. So I I think he he will definitely get the number four spot for sure. Um, but yeah, that five spot, I I don't know. Um, I would love to see Spencer Howard there. Um, just because I like the guy a lot, I I thought I thought he he showed potential last year, even though he didn't like pitch the greatest. But I mean, he's come back stronger and he seems very healthy. So I'd love to see him in that five spot. Um, I mean, I'd love to see Mick Abel there, but I don't I don't think we'll see him for <laughs> for a while. Um, Give it a rest, Brandon. <laughs> uh, Matt, but Matt Moore, I really haven't seen him pitch at all. I mean, it's only been a week since the game started. So had, I, yeah, he only had the one game so far. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe maybe I'll see a little bit more of him, but, I mean, Chase Anderson for sure, and then I think it's either going to be Spencer Howard or, or Matt Moore, depending on if they want to go with a lefty, like if that's how they want to do it. Or, I think or, it's going to be Matt Moore for sure. Yeah, so, I would yeah. I don't Matt Moore is starting not over Chase Anderson so far. Really? Because of it being a lefty, yeah. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do with Vinny V because you're right. There isn't like a lot of depth in the starting rotation after that because um, you really only have Vinny V, Spencer Howard, and Adonis Medina at that point who are who would be ready to come up, you know. Right. Um, and then the bullpen, like like you said, like there's like you were talking about 
what's his name? Nick, Nick Maton, Matson or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I have no idea who that guy is. And you said he was pitching very well. So like, uh, no, you're thinking someone else. Nick Matone's a uh, shortstop. Oh, but you, Oh, uh, Watson. Oh, t- uh, yeah. Watson out yeah. uh, Tony Watson, Brandon Kinsler. Yeah, there's lots of guys. Hector Rondon yeah. pitching well as a minor league invite for the bullpen. So there's a lot of guys for the bullpen pitching well so far. Yeah, so I don't I don't know how, what you do with Howard and and Velasquez. Like I mean, I'd love to see him stay up here up with the Phillies in the bullpen, right. but I mean, would you rather have them getting reps in AAA? I mean, I, I don't know if Vinny would even want to go down Vinny, to AAA. So Vinny, Vinny doesn't have any options left to go down to AAA. Spencer Howard exactly. Does. So but Vinny would have to stay on the team and be used as a bullpen. So so yeah, I'm thinking right now as it stands, it's going to be in the bullpen. I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but it would have to be like Vinny V, Hector Neris, Archie Bradley, Coonrod Brogdon, um, Romero, Kinsler, Watson. Watson, yeah, I'm, and, and like that—that's a name that just got added, pretty much, because I yeah. don't think we really talked about him in the episode that we yeah. talked about this before. Well, picked up late too. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got what one one more option, so Alvarado. Yeah, hundred percent Alvarado. Because there's what is it a max of nine in the bullpen that you that eight, you can eight have? Or, nine, yeah. Yeah, so like that's nine guys right there, and then you also have Spencer Howard. Uh. Alvarez, if they pick him up again. No, oh, Alvarez got signed by the San Francisco Giants. He's oh, go oh did he? Kapler. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay, well, now we don't have to worry about him. Um, Kapler yes. probably offered to rub coconut oil on his nut sack. It's <laughs> uh, a little pain. So that would be my guess. Okay. All right. Well, well then never mind. Then we, then that's one guy down. Um, I'm just trying to look at some of the box scores to see if any other guys are. I mean, Damon Jones. Pitched okay. Dave, so David Hale. Yeah, I mean, David Hale. That's another guy. Yeah, and Damon Jones, uh, De Los Santos. Uh, he'll probably go back down to AAA. Yeah, but he's pitched. Apparently, he's got. They switched him to the bullpen, basically, um, and he's you know picked up a couple ticks in his miles an hour as well, which is good. Yeah, so I, there's just like a lot of guys that they're gonna have to make a lot of big decisions and. Yeah. I mean, hope hopefully, like if if one guy doesn't work out, they can kind of like switch him out. Right. Like they'll just keep him. I guess they'll be on the forty man roster, and they can do that. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll make our predictions for for like the starters and like who's gonna be in Philly. I what 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 would it be the twenty six twenty six man roster or something or the yep. right. major league roster or whatever. Yep. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there's definitely yeah, it's gonna be a fun competition, but it's, hey, it's a good it's a good thing to have this many good players to worry about at the current moment, or at yeah. least many good performers, I should say, so far uh, this spring training. But super early, a lot of these times, a lot of these things usually work themselves out uh, by you know injury and different things, unfortunately. So true. Uh, you know, you know, the more playing well, the better. So let's just keep that rolling, and definitely excited to see more of that this coming week. Uh, Phillies are off tomorrow on Monday. Uh, so the rest of the week should be able to get a good idea of all the games. I'm sure there'll be some double headers. I'm sure too, potentially that we'll be able to see. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. So, so that's what we got 
going on right now. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the games? Yeah, let's talk about some of the games. Uh, well, so. well, before we do... Oh, yes. We got our cookie dough chunk built bars. Delicious. I got mine, Brandon. Finally. Yeah. That's weird that you got it. You're so late. Yeah. I, mean, I guess shipping, it's worth the wait. Shipping, oh, it was 100% worth the wait. 100% worth the wait. But, but yeah, there, I mean, I, I'm excited I got... I mean, I only I only eat them when I work out. Like, I'm not just going to eat it just as a snack or something. Yep. But, um, I mean, you, you can absolutely do that. They taste very good. Um, but, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel great when I eat them after uh, a good workout at, at my Orange Theory classes. And that, this cookie dough chunk, you literally, like, you hold this, this bar, and on the top of it, you can feel the cookie dough chunk literally out of the chocolate. Mm-hmm. So there's so many chunks of cookie dough on these things. Uh, they're amazing. There's 15 grams of protein in these. I think that's 150 calories for this bar. Made with real chocolate. It tastes like actual real cookie dough. Like, like I could, I could eat multiple of these. No preservatives. I'm only, I'm only eating them as they after my workouts right now. Uh, but they, they're delicious. You don't have to work out to eat these things. You can eat these at work. They're a nice low calorie bar, good fiber, good protein, taste delicious. They are delicious. And you can save 10% by using code 705YET to get your built bar products and get items like the cookie dough chunk. Because let me tell you, it was delicious. Very excited. I wish I would have bought more cake. You're a lot better at, at that than I am. Oh, I love it. They were good. <laughs> they were good. And say I can put on. I am the infomercial champ. I'll just leave it to you. All right, fair enough. I, I, I mean, try. I try. Though, right? The amount of chunks here, that are in there. Here, I can do. I can do this. Wow. <laughs> For all you not watching at home, because we might be recording this, but you cannot see it. But <laughs> let's you know, my, Brandon. My is, Vanna White impression. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, but but yeah, that's what we got on our built bars. Uh, we got the. What, what was it like a limited release for the cookie yep. dough chunk so yeah limited release i'm sure they'll be doing it again uh, yep so yeah very very good stuff very good yep. even, like i said use code 705 yet to get 10 percent off your order check them out billbar.com guys yep hashtag i'm built <laughs> all right all right let's get into the games for the week we'll we'll make this quick because i mean it's just spring training so it's just some yeah. some game some games uh, some losses, um, but other games had a lot of excitement. So so that's kind of what we really want to talk about. But um, but yeah, yeah, we we really honestly didn't watch a lot of these games other than probably like the highlights because uh, they're on during the day and we work, yeah. um, and some of them aren't televised like the Blue Jays games. But uh, but yeah, for some reason we can't beat these pesky Blue Jays for some reason in spring training. Um, I only can see what you wrote there, Alex, about Wheeler pitching two innings. So, yeah, um, let, yeah. So, what notes do you have on this game? No, I don't have a lot of notes. Like you said, on some of these games, we kind of talked about some of it during, you know, during what we were talking about earlier with some of the performances so far this spring. I uh, lost two four to uh, four to two to the Blue Jays. Um, Wheeler did pitch two innings that game, gave up two. I think it was two walks, uh, but no hits. 
uh, you know, no runs as well, uh, which was good. Uh, the following day, March 3rd, uh, Phillies at the Tigers. They won 4-2. to two. Zach Eflin, uh, we talked about this a little bit. He pitched Andrew Knapp. Zach Eflin looked great again. I think Zach Eflin, I think he had three strikeouts. Yep, uh, during, three strikeouts. Uh, yep, in that, in that game. So, Phillies performed extremely well. Um, is that the game that Odu will hit a bomb, I believe? Um, or, no, third, that, or, but, that, that wasn't that game. I think that was the next game. Yeah, that's the next one, uh, March 4th. Yep. As they, yep, Phillies versus Yankees. This was the big one. I say Phillies won 15 to nothing. Hell yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, which is fantastic. Uh, who all hit bombs that game, Brandon? Um, King Scott Kingery, Sarah's uh, future husband. Um, yes, I guess I guess we got to start saying that again. Yeah. Um, Sarah's future husband hit started it off hitting one. Um, I think it was just a solo bomb. Um, but it's great to see him Good hit well too. early on. So yeah, it was it was a great swing. Um, Herrera was up next. He hit he hit one. Um, and then oh my God, he that was just like. To do that in spring training, you gotta have a lot of balls. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially like especially you know, him was, too. Yeah, especially him right now. Like you know that bat flip was that was fantastic. That was yeah. that was that was a good bat flip. I'm yep. all for the bat flips. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't care if they throw at him, but that that's just an all time bat flip. Um, yep. and then I think Bohm hit one, and then Moniac hit two yep. at the end of the game. So I don't care what anybody says. I know it's spring training, but to do that against the Yankees, even though they might not have been playing their, yeah, I they, think didn't they, were, they didn't play a lot of their normal guys they, whatsoever. They had they had Luke Voigt in there. Um, I I don't know if Bre- is Brito their starting right fielder. Aaron you know. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I well I only say that because I saw I thought I saw the Brito guy in there uh, today too. So. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I was thinking by saying that, but, uh, Frazier, I don't know a lot of the Yankees players except for LeMahieu, Voigt, Judge. Yeah. Regardless though, the the biggest thing, like I said, it's not necessarily about the final score as much as the individual performances. And they said Dubal had a really good game. Boehm had a really good game. There was, I, Brian, I don't know if you saw it, uh, before Boehm hit that home run, Ruben was talking about comparing Alec Bohm to someone, and it was like extremely lofty on who he was comparing him to. And I can't remember the damn player he was comparing I don't to. Remember. Like he said it, I was like, "What? You're comparing him to who?" I don't was know he why. Comparing him like Scott Rowland? Or... No, no, no. It was like for some like reason Valdez. Like, no, like he was comparing him to like. Like Michael Jack Schmidt. Oh, I was just gonna say Mike Schmidt. Yeah, I say I can't. God, I wish I could find that home run. I wish I could find that home run right now. I say in that clip. I say because when when he said that, I was like, "You what?" I was like, "Ruben called you who?" I say it was it was pretty funny. I say, but I mean, he is a lot of high praise. I mean, uh, Boom. A lot of the guys have been talking about him coming into the season. Reese Hoskins talked about him. Um, Archie Bradley talked about how uh, his bold prediction for Archie Bradley that Alec Bohm was going to hit 30 uh, dingers this year, Brandon. I don't know if you saw that. but Oh, Archie Bradley said that? 
Yep. And uh, he's had some good, uh, very good defensive plays so far this year, which is a good sign because defensively is where he needs to improve the most. Uh, so. I'm watching the video right now. What, of Alex? Oh, I can hear you watching the video on the pod right now. Ah, that's who it was. I found the article, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon, I can tell you who it is. You don't have to watch anymore. I just like watching He compared uh, Alec Bohm to Miguel Cabrera, which I don't know if you remember, Brandon. Miguel Cabrera was literally one of of baseball's, during his prime, was one of baseball's best hitters of all time. Like, that's a huge compliment. That's a monstrous compliment that Ruben gave Alec Bohm. If, I, if he could be half of the hitter that Alec, that Miguel Cabrera was during his prime, you have yourself a hell of a third baseman. Yeah. Miguel Cabrera was like one of the best hitters of all time. Like, absolutely. Well, great. So, yeah. Great. I'm, I'm glad we got him. Fantastic. Good there job, we, go. we, we said we were going to go, we were going <laughs> to breeze through these spring training games, but I uh, got off topic but, a little bit. But uh, there. I mean, I mean, what, what I was saying is just like, I, I don't care that it's spring training. Like, I mean, we can say like, if the Phillies lose, we make the excuse, like it's spring training, it's individual, whatever. And, and it is, um, it, it's for individual performances, like working on like who you are as a player and trying to make the team, but like to beat the Yankees 15 to zero, I don't, I, I don't care what team you're playing. If you beat them 15 to zero, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good, and and good, to hit five home runs, yeah, it, and good pitching too. That game, very good yeah, pitching. That game, ob- yeah, obviously. If we that was we, uh, Matt Moore and Vinny V, Matt Moore and Vinny V did four innings, uh, no one run. So uh, the next yeah, game so. was March fifth, uh, Phillies versus the Pirates. Phillies won three nothing. This was Bryce Harper's first game, and what does Bryce Harper do, Brandon? In his first at bat, he uh, hits a dinger he out of the ballpark. Oppo Papo. Out of the ballpark. Way out of the ballpark. Way out of here. As Tom McCarthy sound, said. Did I sound like Eric Allister? Right. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'll do it again. Hell <laughs> not. I'm a little embarrassed now. Yeah. But but again, that's impressive. His like his first spring training game. Three yeah. pitches into his at bat, and he hits a two-run bomb. Like, Brandon, I want to make sure that um, so like Bryce Harper, he's ready for the season. I think. Yeah. He, this guy's very motivated to get to the playoffs. Very for motivated. Sure. And I want to make sure, Brandon, before regular season, uh, we need to do one of our pods. We need to make a do a bold predictions uh, and make sure we write them down again, like we did last year. Um, and say and have bold predictions for the end of the season. Uh, I would say what we do five five bold predictions each, or three bold predictions, probably three. Three and then maybe some extra if we have some extra. What do you mean yeah. bold predictions? Like like last year we did MVP and mo- and most improved player or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 do that again. We'll do that again. But you know some bold predictions. Let's just say like uh, milestones. Um, uh, yeah, no, like you'll say, like, I predict Mickey Moniak will hit 30 home runs in the major league. Like, that would be a beyond bold prediction. Yeah. But, you know, just yeah, give, us some, give us some key 
key areas that you think that what's going to happen this season. Now, it might be a little outlandish, but you just have that confidence in what's going to happen. Okay. 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 Who's the bad guy? Who's the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just like saying that. It's funny. What? Nothing. Uh, oh, I, I honestly didn't hear you. <laughs> no, good. It's all right. Uh, so that was a great pitching game, though, too. Bryce Harper Singer uh, game, I say, versus the Pirates. Once again, bullpen, very, very solid again. Uh, have, you know, can't, don't have any complaints there uh, for that nope. game. Uh, and then March 6th, which was yesterday, which was a Saturday, uh, Phillies lost to the Blue Jays. Couldn't watch it. Wasn't on TV, so it doesn't count. But we lost yes. one to seven. Uh, but I believe the one run that was scored, Odubel Herrera hit a single or double. Yeah, hit a single, and then I think you know Alec Bohm, you know, scored him home. I uh, got the RBI, so uh, another a good Odubel at bat there. Um, and then today, uh, Phillies played the Yankees again, lost four nothing. Zach Wheeler gave up a grand salami. Uh, and they were the only earned runs of the game, though, uh, which was a good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything, anything else from this game, Brandon? Were you able to um, see? I mean, that that's it. I kind of stopped. I kind of lost interest after whoever hit the grand slam. But, but oh yeah. So I mean, it was. Other than that, it was a great pitching game. Like obviously, like if the Yankees only scored those four runs. And it went nine innings. Like that, that's a good sign for for the pitching staff in the bullpen. So. Devon Nova's been having some better outings since his first one. Yeah, I, I saw he's that. Pitched, I think he's pitched two or three times since uh, today. He had two, he was two innings and uh, just one hit, uh, but two walks. Uh, but Brian Mitchell, that left-hander we talked about from the first game, uh, he previously played under Joe Girardi on the Yankees. He had another inning pitch, no hits. So that's another potential bullpen guy right there, Brandon. Um, Brandon Kinsler, he had that inning pitch today, no hits. Mm-hmm. And Tony Watson had the inning pitch today, once again, no hits given up. So, Phillies bullpen, you know, a lot of these players are coming in hot right now, which is really good. Really good to see. Yeah. I mean, even so, um, with Zach Wheeler giving up that grand slam, he had four strikeouts and two and a third inning pitch. So, that's yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, four strikeouts and two walks, I'm killing him, for sure. Yeah. You watch the other. I will say yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple, couple small things to finish up. One thing I want to say regarding these games uh, that I'm a little disappointed on, I will say we haven't got to see much of Bryson Stott at all. I thought Bryson Stott might get a little bit more playing time uh, in the early games at least, you know, just to see where he was at. He you played know, today a player. for a little. Yeah, but only one at bat. Well, but... Yeah, he only had one at bat, but that's basically all he's been getting. It's like just one at bat. I like to see Bryson stop play a few games just to get his feet wet. Um, you know, get a play against some of these major league pitchers and everything. So I would mm-hmm. like to see more Bryson stop. I know he's not making the team this year, but I would like to get him some more. You know, I would love to get him some at bats. I would love to hopefully see him in a televised game uh, that I might be able to watch sometime soon. Uh, because yeah. he's definitely, you know, potential. He's definitely going to be a Philly of the future at either mm-hmm. some point later this year or next year, uh, for sure, in my opinion. So, uh, but oh, otherwise, yeah. uh, two games coming up. So uh, that we have coming up the game, like I said, Monday the Phillies are off, but then Tuesday 
starting pitchers for that game is going to be Vinny B starting and then followed by Matt Moore. So they're going to be piggybacking that game. And then Wednesday's game, uh, Spencer Howard will get the start. And then I'll be followed up by Chase Anderson. So four guys who are in the competition for the four and five starter spot, they will be pitching Tuesday and Wednesday's game. Uh, well, don't know if they're televised or not, though, to be honest. Do you, do you think they'll be going um, more than two innings each? Probably not. At the uh, most, three. Well, the one on Tuesdays against the Blue Jays, so you know that one won't be televised. Yeah. Well, if it's uh, home, though. It's not. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, and the Wednesday game is the Tigers, and that one's on um, NBC Sports Philly. Okay, good. Ooh, what time? One oh five. I'll be able to watch. I'm off Wednesday. Oh, God damn it! My first game, baby. I'll, pr- I'll probably watch it later then, I guess. Now we get to watch Spencer Howard and Chase Anderson. That's exciting because I got this. I didn't get to see highlights of Chase Anderson pitch, but I did get to see highlights of Matt Moore, and I liked what I saw. So I'm very excited. To, I'm very, very excited to see Spencer Howard and Chase Anderson pitch. Hopefully, well. Yeah. Maybe I'll rec- maybe I'll record it, but it'll yeah. there'll probably be a replay. So. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else, though, Brandon, that you can think of? Um, Ben Simmons hit a three-pointer. Have you did you have you read about this? Have you heard about this? Uh, in total unrelated <laughs> Phillies news, Ben Simmons <laughs> did hit a three-pointer about a week ago, uh, but Brandon has brought it up to your attention. Oh. Yeah. So, um, and and they're in the All-Star break now, and they are not playing. So that's <laughs> they that's are not fun. playing because of COVID <laughs> contact tracing. But as I said to I said to Brandon before the pod, uh, glad that Joel and Ben. Uh, I hope to God they don't have COVID. Apparently, their personal barber uh, tested bar, tested positive for COVID, so now they have to sit out. Uh, but I think this is a secret undercover mission to just get them extra rest uh, to be ready for the second half of the season, especially since the Sixers, Brandon, have five. As soon as like Friday's their first game next week, they have five games in seven days. Which oh, is just, great. Which is insane for the NBA. Yeah. But I guess nothing for baseball. That's, but like that's for the NBA, kill that's them. crazy. Joel's that's not kill playing, them. Yeah, Joel's not playing every game. Well, that's how most teams are in the second half of the season, Brandon. Mm. The second half of the season is stuff packed. There's I think the Phillies, the Sixers have there's two times in the second half of the season where I think they have a five game and seven day stretch. So a lot of basketball in the second half. A lot of Phillies to watch. Brandon, we're going to have a lot of sports to be paying attention to, Brandon. Yep. It's going to be fun. Yep. Absolutely. Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. All right, everybody. Nope, I did it again. Uh, he did it again. <laughs> keep, keep hunting, everyone. Keep hunting.